The Eddie B. Sit edition, an audio series of the Talmud Bavli. Masechet Sukkah has been dedicated by Celia and Isaac Jamal. Hashem Alehem Yehu Amen for the Hatzlecha of their dear children. May they see much nachat from all of them. May they all grow up and get married in the right time and have children healthily, happily with berachah vatzlacha. And may they see uh, descendants and descendants of their descendants. Ad bi'ad go'el sedek. Amen. The Masechet has also been dedicated Le'ilu Nishmat Sarah Bat Adel Ruach Hashem Tanihena Began Eden Amen Again by Celia and Isaac Jamal To school the mitzvot Today's daf has been dedicated by Mr. Isaac Shehbar In honor of his parents Jack and Marilyn Hashem Alehim Yichyu Daf Mem Bet Today's daf is being studied Le'ilu Nishmat Abraham Ben Esther Today's daf is being studied. Today's daf is being studied. Today's We begin today's daf on Mem Alif Amud Bet and we start. On the bottom line, Rabbi Yosei Omer Yom Tov. <coughs> it's actually a quote from our Mishnah, where we said that if Yom Tov Rishon Shel Chag, Shechal Yot B'Shabbat, first day of the holiday was on Shabbat, V'Shachach, V'Otsi Et HaLulav V'Rishut HaRabim, by mistake to carry his Lulav into the public domain, so Rabbi Yosei said he's patur from a Korban, because since he was involved in a mitzvah, Rabbi Yosef is of the opinion that Ta'ab Edvar Mitzvah, the guy was <coughs> involved in a mitzvah, and because of that, he made a mistake and did something that's Hayav Karet, for example, Halu Shabbat, so Rabbi Yosef's opinion is, he is indeed Patur. So the Gebaraz Amar Lo Shanu Ela Shelo Yatsabo. When do we consider it Ta'ab Bidvar Mitzvah that is Patur? Before he was Yotzeh the Mitzvah. Aval Yatsabo Hayav. But once he was Yotzebo, so now he's not Ta'ab Bidvar Mitzvah anymore. He did the Mitzvah. Rashi. Lo Shanu de Patur Ela Shelo Yatsah Yedehovat Nitira Kodim Shotzio. Before he carried it out, he didn't fulfill the Mitzvah yet. Dehash Tatarud the Mitzvah, because he's now involved in the Mitzvah. The Ta'ab Bidvar Mitzvah. But Yatsabo Kodim Shotzio. But if he fulfilled the mitzvah before he carried it out to lo ta'ab edvar mitzvah velo tarud ma'as to mitzvah la'asultah now he's not preoccupied in the mitzvah then he's not going to be patur so the Gemara asked the question what are you talking about ha'am bedagbe'eh nafakbe'eh what are you talking about the second you pick up the lulav and the trog you fulfill the mitzvah and therefore the, the second he picked it out to take it outside to the shutalbim he was yotzeh at that moment <coughs> so why is he patur so comes the Gemara and says, "Amar Abayeke Shehafcho." The case is talking about where he picked them up upside down, and we learned that the only way you say the mitzvah arba minim is when you're carrying them derech gidilatan, the way they grow. <coughs> so everyone is holding the love upside down. So therefore, he's not yotze Rashi. Hamidagbeh nafikbeh. Amar Abayeke Shehafcho. Hachi kashle. Hechi damelo yatzabo. 
Give me a case where you're not your tzibo. Ha lo tzio elam kenik You can only take it out by carrying it. Umedag and the second you carried it or you lifted it up, nafak me yedehova lekiha veketani patur. Amar abaye keshavkol keshigmiwa hefech alion hafach alion nemata veeged nemala. Right, the, regarding the dulav, he did it upside down. He put the the tie instead of the uh, low. Mm. He put it on top, and he carried it upside down. Vamirin the command in your team ela dere gedilatan. Rava amar afil tema shelo afko. We can really say you carried it in the regular fashion. Hakavai askinam kegon shiotzi o bichli. You took it out in a vessel. You didn't carry the dulav straight. Uh, you know, uh, holding the dulav directly, but you carried it aide davar chayir in a vessel. So therefore, you're not yotzed. What are you talking about? The harava who the amal kihai the davar achayer shemel kihah. We learned in the previous daf that according to Rava, there's no hatitza by lulav. For example, he was the one that said if you had a handkerchief and you carried the lulav with a sudar, you yotzed. So there's no hatitza. So therefore, what's the difference between a keli? The kavod you should be yotzed. When we consider hatitza, when the item, for example, like the sudar, it's out of kavod, out of uh, reverence, let's say for the uh, for the However, was it a vessel? You're carrying, like, say, in, in, in a plate or a, another type of uh, keli where it's not kavod for the lulav. Therefore, it is indeed going to be a hatitza, and therefore, you're not going to be yotzei. <coughs> right? Now she says derech bezayon kegon bekara. For example, in a kara, uh, which was a uh, plate or bowl. Amar avuna. Omer ayar biyosena. The Gemara is going to give another example of ta'ab bedvar mitzvah that you're also going to be patur. Ola ta'of. She have an ola ta'of. That's a korban ola coming from the bird. Okay. Now the ola ta'of obviously is not edible. The whole thing goes on the mizbeach. Shinimset ben agapayim. You found it amongst the wings, which means you found a pile of birds. That you're not sure which one is olata of and which one is hatata of. That is a big difference. Hatata of, the halacha says the kohanim eat it. So the guy has olata uh, of amongst the agapai, amongst the birds. And what happens? Because sabur hatata So he thought he's kohen. He thought it was hatata of. The akhla. And he ate it, thinking that he's fulfilling the mitzvah of eating hatata of. But in truth, it came out it was olata of. So the deen is patur. He is patur from a korban mi'ilah. Because normally in such a case, if you did it on purpose, you would have to bring a korban me'ilah because you benefited from hegdesh. My kamash ma'alan. So what's the what's the hadush of this statement? Tataabidvan mitzvah patur. What do you teach me that when you tataabidvan mitzvah, you're going to be patur? Hainuach. I mean, that's the case of the Mishnah, which is the case of the Lulav that you brought on Shabbat, or the case of the Biyosuchi. Why do you have to reinstate a case by the Kurbanot? So, I would have thought, Atamu de Ta'abidvar Mitzvah Patur, Hainu de Avad Mitzvah. I'll tell you, in the case of the Lulav, the reason why you're Patur is bottom line, you did a Mitzvah. Because bottom line, you did take the Lulav. It is a Mitzvah to shake the Lulav uh, on the first day of Yom Tov, even when it comes out on Shabbat in the Mikdash. So, therefore, I would say, Ta'abidvar Mitzvah in that case, you can be patur. But here, in the case of the hatata, the olata of, where the kohen ended up eating it, he did not fulfill the mitzvah. There's no mitzvah to eat olata of. It was ta'ab mitzvah mitzvah velo asa mitzvah. Ema lo, I might think that you're not going to be patur. Therefore, kamash malan. Now, even in such a case. <coughs> You are going to be patur as well. Now let's read Rashi. 
אומר היה רבי יוסי, עולת העוף שנמצאת בין אגפיים. נראה בעיניי, דהי בין אגפיים, this word בין אגפיים, אין לו אלא לשון עופות. means amongst other birds. עולת העוף שנמצאת בין עופות המלוקים לחטאת. Now, קורבן חטאת, the way they slaughtered it, a עוף, would be through מליקה. Right, the grain had a long <coughs> thumbnail, and he would pierce it across the neck of the animal. And he actually, the animal's head would fall off. Uh, so the Gemara Rashi is going to have to explain to us, how could you then make a mistake between an olatahov and a hatatahov? Olatahov has its head on, whereas hatatahov doesn't have its head on. In any event, they were shaking all these birds, right? They were just slaughtered, and they were still shaking around the mizbeach. Sometimes they're slaughtered in the same corner of the mizbeach. Normally they're not, so you really can't mix them up. But sometimes it's possible to store both Olat and Hatat on the same corner of the Mizbeach. In the time of Shkadat Kadashim, Hatat Ha'of, Aita Nasita Kerem Maravi Dirumit, was done on the southwestern corner. Roshadavri Maita Otai Kerem Mishameshet. There was three things on that corner, on the lower part of the corner, it was used. The Gimel and Melemat. Three things were used on the upper part of the southwestern corner. Melemata, Hatat Ha'of, Dagashot, and bringing it towards the Mizbeah, Adam, and the leftover blood. and above on the southwestern corner, Nisukamayim, that's the pouring of the water. Vayayin, the one is well, Ta'of. Which is when there was too much traffic in the east. That's where normally the Ola Ta'of was brought. Shaykad Makum Ola Ta'of, Bekerim Dirumit is on the southeastern corner. Ushayu Kwanim Rabim Omdim Mulkim Ola Ta'of, Bemizrah, Baim Lema'alav, Venasit Sham, Bekerim Hatat. Ta'of, which means they would do it in the area of the Khatat when there was too much traffic. Ela Shaola Lemaala Mahuta Sakhat Lemata. Oh the good sprinkling of the blood, the Khatat Ha'of is done beneath the line. There was a line on the Mizbah called Huta Sikna. So the blood of Hatata was sprinkled below the line and the Hulatov was sprinkled above the line. In any event, the Kasavud continued as she Hakoen Hatata Ofi. The Kohen thought it was Hatata Ofi. Unintentionally, he was more early benefited from Kotish Shamaim. Patur me Korban Me'ila. Ho'il ve'ima Hatat Nimset. Since bottom line, you found it. With the chatat, va'achilatam is not there. Is a mitzvah to eat korban chatat, so therefore he was involved in the mitzvah. Dichti va'achilu otam eshet kupar b'hem. Maybe the tribe of mitzvah patur. Gemara says, "Hainu hach Rashi." Again, Rashi, "Hainu hach." Lamal ravuna lememar. Why does everyone have to say the case? Pshitas pasud b'manitin shorin. We learn from the case of the lulav. Ma'u detema b'manitin u depatu mishum de tarab b'dvar mitzvah v'sof sof asam mitzvah. ברמת until you sprinkle the blood. Once you sprinkle the blood, they were able to decapitate the head as well. So therefore, all you found is birds without heads. The olat, uh, the hatatahof, it's decapitated immediately, right away with the milika. But she can olatahof, is slaughtered regularly, and then after the sprinkling, you can take off that. So that's why he wasn't able to tell the difference between the olat and the hatat. Anybody, we have a question. Rabbi Yosei Omer. 
השוחט את התמיד שאינו מבוקר כהלכתו בשבת, חייב חטאת, וצריך תמיד אחר. Normally a קורבן has to go through a process called ביקוד, usually it's a four day process, they have to check it to make sure there is no mumim, there is no blemishes in the Qurban. So the Shmiyo says, let's say on Shabbat they saw a Qurban tamid that was not checked according to the halakha. So the Gebarat says, Hayab Hatat. Why? Because she did Shahita. Normally Shahita on Shabbat is one of the melachot. Vesarik tamid ahir. And you have to bring a, another Qurban. Uh, so now the question is, what do you mean? He's to'ayib at bar mitzvah. We're assuming that the guy didn't do it intentionally. The guy thought he's slaughtering a normal Qurban, and then we made mistakes. We're still a ta'ab, it's mitzvah, afilu lo asa mitzvah. It's okay, you should be patur. So why does the B.O.S.A. say that in the case where he slaughtered the hatat, uh, the ulad that was not mevukar, why does he say that he's hayav? A hatat. bar minadahu. With the exclusion of that case. That case is different. Why? The Aitmar Allah, because we have a statement on that case. Amar of Shmuel Bar, Hitae, Amar of Munah Sabah, Amar of Yitzhak Bar, Ashi'an, Amar of Una, Amar Rav, Kegon, Shevi'o, Melishka, She'enan, Mivukarim. The guy went intentionally and brought the Qurban from the offices or the area, the chamber of non inspected animals. And therefore, you can't call the guy Ta'ab and Varmazovir. You got exactly. The, the guy, what you mean? The guy, he has to assume that in that um, in that chamber over there they're not mivukarim, uh, and therefore, well, he didn't do it bebezid, but it's out of the realm where you can call the guy ta'ah mitzvah mitzvah, because Bama he took it right. They took it from a place over there where the normally animals are not mivukarim. Let's read the Rashi inside. Rashi says the Bible says, "Man, a shochet of tamid she'enu mivukarim kachatom and a mumin b'shabbat hayav hatat mishum shaita b'shabbat she'enu shel mitzvah." Alma, implying what? The guy was tarud which means you can't say that he was preoccupied uh, normally. In the case of the bird, the birds, he was preoccupied in taking a good one. Uh, 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 hatat, and he took an ulah. I can say in the preoccupation of the mitzvah, he's patur. In the case of the lulav, he's preoccupied in doing the mitzvah of lulav, and therefore he forgot, and therefore he, he carried it. However, she'enan omdim nakrabah, none of these over here omed nakrabah. Liyot haled alehem matayikribu, which means that he should be preoccupied and worried when he gets to that area and say, oh, one of the animals are going to be sacrificed. That he should be so concerned, and therefore he gets flustered. Which is, and he cannot even say he's flustered by time, because with Allah has a certain time that he has to bring it by. So you can't say it was the time factor that got him flustered, and that's why he went and, you know, panicked, so to speak, and brought the Qurban that he did. And if he wasn't careful of which lishka, no, you can't say that. Bottom line, when the guy took it from the lishka that was not mivukarim, uh, he's uh, if anything a karov the mezid as opposed to a taa bedvar mezvah. You can't say it's fussed. in the case of the birds. It's possible the birds get mixed up in that area. Like she said, well, there was traffic, and you know, they put it on the southwestern area. Right, so he was involved in trying to take the right one, he took the wrong one. Right, that we understand. Mm-hmm. But Meshachan over here, there's no, there's no, uh, there's no tip down. You're in the wrong area. There's, no, there's nothing, you should be flustered that you took the wrong one. Comes the next Mishnah. <clears throat> Mekabelet. 
Isha miyad bena or miyad ba'la. Okay, on Sukkot. Guy comes home with his lulav uh, on uh, the holiday, on Yom Tov. So it says his wife is allowed to receive uh, the lulav either from her son or her husband. And she can put it back into the water on Shabbat. Okay, we'll see what the Hadush is. She says over here, Which means you might say, what do you mean? It's for a lady, she's not obligated in the mezvah, so maybe you'll think she's carrying something that's not allowed. Come on, no. Since the, it's a mezvah for the man, so for the man it's not considered mukseh, so I think for the lady, it's not going to be considered mukseh as well. Therefore, she can receive it, take it, put it back in the water, in order so it doesn't wilt. Now the Gibraltar is going to discuss putting the water, putting the lulav back in the water. So again, on Shabbat, you can return it to the vase, which means you can't add water, nor can you certainly not change the water, because that would be considered a tirha. However, to take the lulav and put it back into existing water would be mutar on Shabbat. On Yom Tov, you're allowed to even add water to the vase, but you would not be allowed to change the water, because that would be considered too much of a tirha on Yom Tov. You can even change the waters. A minor that already is of age, that he knows how to do the shaking, meaning the directions of the nu'in, uh, of the shaking of the lulab, so his father must start to train him in the mitzvah. Now let's read Rashi. Bishabbat mahzirin, sharem mikan natlum hayom. Which means you took them from the vase of water on Shabbat, so you can put them back. Although also not only can't you add, but certainly you cannot change the water. So that she says, because it's considered a tirha in fixing a vessel. The lulav is considered a vessel. So you're trying to fix the lulav from wilting. So it's tirha in a tikkun mana, that's going to be a lahlif. That's what the purpose of the Mishnah is to tell you. That it's a mitzvah on to change the water to keep the lulav uh, fresh. Okay, now the Gemara is going to... <coughs> Gemara is going to explain. Peshita, what do you mean? Of course, the lady can take the uh, the lulav from her husband or her son. What is the hadush of the Mishnah? Since the ladies are obligated in the mitzvah of lulav, ema lot kabel, I might think that what she should not. Receive it, maybe I consider Mukseh, Kamash No, that since bottom line, uh, if the husband has the mitzvah of the ulab, it's not Mukseh to him, so then it's not Mukseh for her as well. Since the men are shayak in the mitzvah, Torah, Kiri, Alan's considered a Kiri. For everybody to carry it. Comes the Gibran says, Katana, Yodel, and Anaya. They have a minor. Right? He reaches the age of Hinuchu Kolb, where he knows how to make the Ni'nu'im. Okay, so his father has, has to get him a Dulab. Tanur Banan. Katana, Yodel, and Anaya, Chaya, Vedulab. If he knows how to do the uh, shaking of the Ni'nu'im. Uh, now, obviously, we're not just talking about taking the Dulab, because anybody could take a Dulab. Uh, that's how you do the Mitzvah, technically. Just take it and lift it up. Mm-hmm. Obviously, this is the Mitzvah of the Ni'nu'im. He knows exactly how to make the turnings, etc., back and forth, up and down. It's, uh, so then already the father's obligated to train him in <coughs> that Mitzvah. Furthermore, if a child knows how to make Atifah, 
on the talit, meaning he knows how to put it over his head right. and wrap it around his head like the Ishmaelim do. Ishmaelim. Hayab, as you see, then the father already has to provide for him a sasit. Lishmor tefillin. If the child already knows how to protect the tefillin, what does it mean? As she says, he knows how to bring them into the bathroom. The father has to buy him a tefillin. In this case, it says buy. In the other case, it doesn't say buy. It seems because I get tefillin is the most expensive. So therefore, it refers to, to buying the tefillin. When it comes to the leaven, it's sasit. So that's already, uh, uh, already uh, cheaper. Yeah, there's a couple days before he's not by mitzvah. Exactly. Hinuch. Yodaya ledaber. Already once the child knows how to speak. Abiv lomdo Torah v'kiriyat shema. Already the father starts teaching him Torah and kiriyat shema. Torah ma'i. What type of Torah does he have to teach him? Amar b'merura. Torah seva lanu Moshe. Morasha kelat Yaakov. That's the first pasuk the father teaches his son. Kiriyat shema ma'i. What part of kiriyat shema? Pasuk rishon. He has to get hinuch on the first pasuk. So comes the Gemara and says, Yodaya lishmor gufo. If a person, a child, knows that to be Shomer Gufora, she says, He knows the laws of Tum'ah enough that he doesn't come in contact with Tum'ah. Not under a roof, not touching it, not carrying it. He knows, he knows to be careful from Tum'ah. So therefore, a father, let's say, uh, that's eating his chodin betara, or for example, he's eating whatever food he's eating betara, and he sees the child touch that food, you can assume hazaka, the food remains taor, and the father can eat, uh, or the people can eat that food, uh, assuming that the child is known to be careful from tumot. So you look at Ashi, ochlin al gufo taharot, inaga gufo betarot, if the child's body touched things that were taor, and hotshashin lahem. You do not suspect, suspect them. Oh, but as she comes out and says, but it's all about his body, not his hands. If the child's hands touched Tarot, why? Because people, there are kids that know how to watch their bodies from coming in contact with Tum'ah. Because we have a law that the rabbis instituted. Stam Yadayim or Sheni Metum'ah. Shegazu Alem Liyot Sheniyot. Unless the child knows how to watch his hands, it's much harder to watch your hands. Your hands are always moving, and therefore it's much more difficult. But if a child, let's say, washes his hands, and he knows subsequently to watch them from, you know, coming in contact with something that will make them tamer, he won't touch anything that's questionable or we know not to touch Sifarim for example Sifre Torah we said Sifre Kodesh if he knows let's say that he has to wash his hands before he touches Tarot then you can you trust him as well we're discussing only over here regarding the body of the Katan that you trust his body but not his Yadayim <coughs> Right, so which means he knows that that if he comes in contact with something that's safek, then he washes hands again. Okay, now next case, lishmonet yadav. That's a gemara's case. If he knows how to protect his hands from the tumah, ochlin al yadav tarot. He can even eat something that the child's hands touch, because you assume that what <coughs> it is tarot. Next case, hayodeya lishael. If let's say the child is smart enough that if you ask him, uh, did you come in contact with Tum'ah or not, he knows how to answer. That she says, 
נגעת בטומאה הזו, יודע להשיב הן או לאף או אין הוא יודע. He knows how to answer. Yes, no, I don't know. So then the Rebbe is like an adult in that sense. And therefore, what's the law? Bereshut Yachid Sefekot Tamer, Bereshut Rabim Sefekot Tahor. We have a rule like this. We have a law that says, if you have a sefek, if you came in contact with Tum'ah or not, so it depends where the Tum'ah is. If it's in the Shuti Yahid, Sefeko Tameh. If it's in the Shuti Rabim, Sefeko Tawr. The source of that, Allah is actually from the case of the Sota. A lady who was a Sota, that's a lady that was secluded uh, in a room with a man, other than her husband. Now, <coughs> we say that what? That this lady over here, becomes forbidden, we don't know what she did with that man, but that lady over here becomes forbidden to her husband, bevadai. So that's a case of sefek, tum'ah. We have a sefek, if the lady was metameh, that's where the sotah takes place in the private domain. So we say what? She's a surat to the husband. However, if let's say they were in a public domain, she doesn't become a surat to her husband at all. And if it's sefek, tum'ah, b'rishut rabim, sefeko, Tahor. So that's the way we learn the laws of Tumas. So again, this child over here, if he is smart enough to answer, yes, no, I don't know, then we follow the regular rules. If he was in the Shuti Yahid, he says, I don't know if I came in contact with it or not, then the deen is, Let's read Rashi. If they asked him, If they asked him, Right, we learned the laws of the Tum'ah, B'rishut Ya'afim Sotah, Da'aminim, Mesekat Sotah, Mikan Atah Da'an L'Sherit. Good. Now we go to the next case. The case is, two lines on the bottom. Ha'yodaya lefros kapav. If a child is old enough, that he knows how to make Kohanim. Which is, if he's a Kohen, lefros kapav, he lifts his hand up to bless the people. Cholkim lo terumah bebet ha'giranot. You're allowed to give him in the granary, which means as a minor, uh, he's allowed to get teruma uh, uh, now because he does berkat uh, kohanim. Now that she's going to give us a novel interpretation of it. Let's read that she. Hayodeya lefros kapat kishu kohen holkin lo teruma betageranot. You're allowed to divide uh, the teruma in the granaries. Granaries where all the other kohanim are standing. But before he knows how to make the Kohanim, you can't give it to him in public, in the granary. Which means you could send it to him privately in the kid's house. If you know he's trustworthy to, to watch the Terumah. There's ten different type of people that we don't let them divide up Tirumah in the granary. All these cases. And the Gemara says, And everybody, all these ten, you'll have to send them in their homes. What's the reason why you can't divide for them in the Beta Geranot? So that she says, It's degrading to the Tirumah. See, everybody stand there and says, eh, this kid is a minor over here. What's this kid doing? What are they giving him Tirumah uh, for over here? So it's belittling the Tirumah. Not everybody knows <coughs> that the kid is worthy. <coughs> but the guys who know can send it to them in private. 
But once already he's of age, where he makes perisat kapayim, upores besibur, and he does it in public, hakol yodayim shevishte sarot. Here's the key. Everybody knows that he's a mature individual, meaning he's not a minor anymore. She'en katan pores kapav. Which means that she's saying over here, <coughs> this is different than all the other cases. <coughs> this case over here is, he, by making Birkat Konim, that's an indication that he's a Gadol. Because she says, only Gedolim are able to make Birkat Konim. And therefore, what's going to happen? <coughs> Once already people see him in public, doing Birkat Konim, already the word's out, this guy's a Gadol. Then already let him... Uh, Collect the granaries because nobody's going to say, "Hey, there's a miner over here." Oh, everybody knows. Oh, this guy. We see him uh, making uh, koanim. However, if he's not making, uh, if he's not pores kapav yet, then already don't do it at the granaries. Why? Because then the people are not going to be certain. Is this guy matured yet? Did he bring shtei sarot? Did he uh, did he mature? And they're going to say, "Look, give that terumat to a to a to a miner." However, people that know about this kid, that he's a mature individual, that he's a gadol, they can send it to him in private. So, well, why am I saying this is different? This is different than all the other cases, because all the other cases were about a katan. Katan checks to lulav, katan wears his seat, katan starts to learn, katan says kiriyat shema, here, he's got to be a gadol. Which means, the fact that he's making berkat kwanin, that's a sign that he's a gadol, that he's an adult. Right? So that she's in really telling you, he's not a katai, he's got to be a, a, a gadol. Whereas Tosfot takes a sheet to Teskov. Tosfot says, well, that's not the Pshat Gemara. The Gemara that said that a katan does not make Birkat Kohanim, that only meant if he's alone. If he's the only Kohen. But if there's other Kohanim over there, even a katan is able to make Birkat Kohanim. So therefore, Tosfot's learning that even a katan is able to uh, divvy up in the uh, Tiruma. In the, in the, in the, in the, it doesn't have to actually be adult like that she wants to say. Sara continues. Uh, you have a minor, he knows how to make Shahita. Now that she says, even though he's not an expert in the laws of shahita, but his hands are adept, that he knows how to make the shahita, ochlin mishahitato. So you can eat from the kids shahita. Amar avuna, vehu shikadol omit al-gabbav. That's only talking about, so you have an adult that's supervising. Now she says, mutar lecho mishahitato, kedamar avuna, vehu shikadol omit al-gabbav, v'ra'at shelo shahab v'lo daras. There's certain things that are possessed shahita. One thing is, if he doesn't make the shahita in one shot, he shaha, he delays. That's already possessed, or daras where he presses the knife into the neck of the animal. So as long as the adult is supervised to make sure that he wasn't shaha or daras, and the, the kid knows exactly, not necessarily the laws of shahita, but the kid knows exactly how to do it, so therefore it's going to be uh, Look at the child is not adept at, uh, you know, with his hands in the Even if the adult is watching over the kid and sees that the kid did it the right way, which means the only time a gadol watching over the kid is going to help is if we know the kid himself is adept and he knows how to do the shaita. Now we go to the next case. Once a child is of age that is able to eat a kezayit of grain, then already his excrement is considered excrement that has a smell to it that you have to keep away from it for praying or for learning Torah for Amot and his uh, as well. That she says, 
כזית דגן, כל חמשת המינים קראו דגן, all the five grains, חטין, סעורין, קוסמית שבועות, שועה ושיפון, מרחיקים מצועתו, משאכל כזית מאלו, which is once he eats a כזית from any of those grains, בכל עניין אכילה של צועת מינים הללו מסחת, and already the צועה from such a, such food, is uh, smells and therefore down and amot niyan kiriyat shema v'tfilah I'm sorry for the laws of kiriyat shema and and tefilah now it should be pointed out to Maswa from Rashi that you have to have the kid eat these items if you didn't eat these items you don't have to worry about his su'ah Tosfot has a different understanding Tosfot learns no when he reaches the age that he's able to eat these items even if he didn't eat these items is already su'ahs considered uh, uh, smelly enough that you have to be concerned as opposed to an infant that the su'ah is not considered su'ah l'anyan kiriyat shema and Uh, is that, is that, uh, that, that's, that's what we follow? Yeah. Yeah. Now, Now, it's not enough to eat, uh, be able to eat uh, Dagan, but has to eat it within a certain amount of time. Now, Pras literally means half. Now, the loaf of the Gemara that it would take to eat uh, four bitsim, which is anywhere between uh, you know, two minutes or all the way up to maybe nine minutes. So therefore, if you can eat it within that certain amount of time, that's considered the uh, uh, prerequisite for his so'ah to be considered uh, so'ah that's going to necessitate harhaka for kiryat shema and tefillah. But when it comes to an adult, it doesn't matter. Even if you have an adult that cannot eat grain, his su'ah is asur. Why? The more intellect the person has, the more machov, the more pain, which means the more troubles. So the smarter he becomes, the more his excrement becomes uh, malodorous. So therefore, it's going to be uh, a problem. So therefore, age... Intellect also brings machov regarding this subject. Right? As she says, machov masriyah. Yachol le'echol kezayit sli. Already if the child can eat a kezayit of roasted meat, shohatin alav et pesah. Then already you're allowed to join him, include him into the group of the Korma pesah. Shere emar ish lefi ochlo. According to what he's able to eat. Now Tosfot says, there's some kids they can eat cooked meat but they cannot yet eat roasted meat because the Quran Pesa is roasted so therefore you have to judge if you can eat roasted which means he has a different gauge and he has to be old enough to know the difference to select between foods what do you mean? If you give the kid a rock, he knows it's a rock, he throws it. You give him a nut, he eats it, he takes it. So that's already the age of maturity that he'll be ayah for, korban, huh? even if he cannot eat. Even if he can eat roasted, if he can't discern. Oh, okay, even if he can eat roasted, okay. You want to say that way? Even if you can eat roasted. Okay, but this is the right, this is the gauge. Jeez, he knows the, selectin, the selection of food and non-food. Hadran alach, lulav agazur.